Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from our friend Nolan and every podcast I love is dead. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Matthew Thomas, this is Super Cool Radio. Have a great show lined up. My guest this time recently released a killer new single entitled Silhouettes. Please welcome Dear Desolate. That's good. <clears throat> Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Got a great show uh, lined up. I really look forward to chatting with you guys. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, <clears throat> same. And a big thank you to Jody uh, for obviously making the introduction, setting up this interview. She does a lot for uh, a bunch of great bands. So big uh, shout out to her before we dive into everything. Yeah, Jody, uh, I've met her out on the road and Jody's, uh, she's a real one for sure. So thank you, Jody. <clears throat> for sure. She does, she does a lot and uh, she's always willing to help bands and she's just really great to chat with too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Before we really, uh, jump into everything, we had a lot to discuss, obviously, with the, the new single that was recently released. But uh, before we do that, so what are some of your most memorable concerts that you've either been to or been a part of? Uh, okay, that's a, actually a good question. Um, <laughs> Thank you. A lot of these festivals that I've been seeing while being out on tour and stuff are super memorable because you get to see, you know, so many great bands in one day. Um, and so that's obviously something that sticks out for me. Um, as far as shows we played, I, I mean, all of them kind of have their own little like fun memory attached to them. But I think that uh, probably a little bit bit more back in the day of our career was uh playing the house of blues uh that was super fun uh we opened up for memphis mayfire and for today i believe and uh at the time both of those bands were crushing not that memphis mayfire still isn't but uh yeah that was definitely a great one that i i hold pretty close so sure. <clears throat> uh shows that i haven't played that are memorable um seeing deftones out outside <laughs> and it was like downpouring the entire time <laughs> uh they played their whole set of course i was just soaked and then it was like a three-hour car ride just 
sopping wet. Um, the other two that I would have is probably like Metallica, seeing them on the Hardwired tour, and then um, seeing like Roger Waters the doing like the Wall it was pretty pretty intense stuff. So that sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah, honestly, yeah. both both. All three of those concerts were amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'd say for me, I, I saw Ice Time Kills at the House of Blues in Chicago, and that was that was an insane uh, set because like I yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like super familiar with them like going into the show. He looks so happy though. Yes, he does. He looks so happy. So I, I lost power if anyone didn't uh, notice, but. It's all um, show now. We 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 ask the questions. <laughs> oh, okay, no, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, go for it. I don't. Know. No, no, no. You Who, came prepared. <laughs> I, I, a little bit. I came a little bit prepared. All right. So sorry, I got cut off. Uh, so yeah, I saw Ice Nine Kills uh, at the House of Blues in Chicago. Uh, they put on an insane set, and as I said, I was not a not a uh, very familiar with them, but. I definitely left a fan that day, just of the intensity and just the insanity they bring. Yeah, they're such a unique act because, you know, most of their songs are rooted in the world of, like, like old-school horror movies, right? Mm -hmm. So for, like, those of us that grew up, like, watching those and falling in love with them, you know, like, it's cool that they've got a song out there for you and your favorite slasher film or whatever growing up, so... They're a very unique act in that way, in my opinion. So it's sick that you got to see them, and what they do live is even cooler. So, <clears throat> and then don't they have like a quite a bit of like theatric type thing? They, they kind of like have props and stuff that they bring out. That's really cool. I, I was, yeah, when I saw them, I think it was right after they released the the first uh, Horrorwood, the uh, um, that uh, album, and they're all dressed up as like different um, uh, horror. Uh, 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 characters, horror movie characters. Yeah, like icons and stuff like that. I think yeah, it was, Paris was like Jason or something like that. And yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, and the lead, lead singer was uh, he was Freddy, and he had like a partial mask and obviously the hands, mm -hmm. uh, the claws, and that was that was cool. And one of my favorite moments was that he was standing in the crowd, and the crowd was like hold, holding him up, and he was singing, and it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, the, those moments are always sick where you just see like music like take over. You know what I mean? Like it's not even like it, you, you, you've exited the realm. You know what I mean? And now you're somewhere else. You know, that's always the best. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's really an escape. And that's why like, I just I love going to concerts because obviously you meet awesome people who love the same music as you. And obviously you get to ex experience the music. Like It is cool, like listening to the studio stuff, but it's also a different experience to actually see it live. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, folks, on you guys, I I, I forgot to introduce you guys. We have, we have Brandon on guitar, Jeffy on bass. Thank you uh, for hanging out. I'll be making up Dear Desolate for this interview. Uh, so, before Dear Desolate, how did you guys get started as musicians? Hmm. Oh, man. And I think it, for both of us, honestly, it goes quite a ways back. I know that, uh, you know, like, I... I haven't lived in North Carolina uh, my whole life and neither has Brandon. So I know that we kind of, we both grew up doing different musical things like throughout, like I'd say like late middle school and then into high school and stuff like that. Um, and our band coming together was actually kind of like a, a conglomerate of like 
bands that we were in separately that ended up like playing shows together and we all kind of became friends in the area and everything we had a local venue that everybody praised um and so yeah i mean for me it goes quite a ways back i actually started my first instrument was drums you know and i did that in like late middle school um you know and it was like Azalea dying and kill switch and stuff that you know like got into my head i was like i just want to play fast like that you know um but yeah i'm you know it goes quite a ways back for me personally and i know it does for brandon too yeah i um i just moved here to north carolina when i started playing um and i met like a couple friends and stuff like that um, and they're kind of convincing me to, uh, to, to play an instrument. And, um, originally it was going to be trumpet for a, a ska band. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I decided that that wasn't very, that wasn't very cool. <laughs> so, plus I, I'm, I don't have the best of lungs on me. So I playing trumpets just yeah. wasn't gonna wasn't gonna be the thing so it's like the most asthmatic cat that i know like <laughs> in my whole life like he's allergic to fucking almost everything yeah so, <laughs> so anyway i i'm naturally gravitated towards guitar um my dad um huge supporter of like rock music and like rush ted nugent and all kinds of other stuff like that but um I picked up a magazine of Guitar World, like Guitar World magazine, and, and um, there was a Kill Switch song in there, and I had no way of of uh, like listening to that style of music at the time. But I I learned the riffs, you know, and and that's kind of just how how my appreciation for metal and rock music was kind of born was just playing playing the the tabs out of the out of the magazines and stuff like that finally hearing them i'm like i'm playing this way too slow but <laughs> yeah. you know that that's how i i came up and i think you got more longevity out of uh, playing guitar than playing trumpet for a band 100 percent. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i would have met brandon as a uh what is it like a trumpeteer yeah I, I don't know that our fo our forces would have joined in in the same way that they have today. Yeah, I would have been yeah. like, Brandon's a cool guy, but man, trumpet, uh, that's fucking that's, weird. That's not going to work out for what I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was only, you, you might have looked cool in like, uh, like the, the mid-90s, like you have like a checkered, uh, checkered yeah. uh, suit and stuff. Yeah. It might have been cool for a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still listen to uh, some, some ska music. Yeah, we, yeah. We both, you know, like have like a late night writing session or something, and then go out and listening to uh, what is it, uh, Almighty Boss Tones? Yeah, Mighty or, Mighty Boss Tones. Or, yeah. uh, you know, like Jimmy's Chicken fish. Shack, yeah. Real Big Fish, stuff like that. <laughs> so it definitely it, it that kind of music like peppers its way in because it's really punk with like horns and yeah. stuff, you know. So it's the, like uh, the soundtrack to middle schoolers getting exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, you know. <laughs> so it's you know that got peppered in. I mean, if you've ever played any Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you're you're automatically in line with like five really fast and angry ska songs. So yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I grew up playing uh, like pretty much every Tony Hawk game, but. 
like yeah. Superman by Goldfinger was like it was like Tony Hawk wrapped up in one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, it's funny because like I, I listened to those songs playing those video games as a kid. And then now, like, I go to, like, learn the bass line or something from it, and I'm like, holy shit, dude, this is this is hard. Yeah, like, the, bass the, the, and ska. Yeah, like, know. yeah, <laughs> bass and drums and ska, man, they are, like, they're professional athletes. Like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you don't really, like, equivalent, like, how hard it actually is to play, like, ska music like that, because, you know, the people who did it played it off so easily. Then you actually look at it and you go, oh, man, it's a lot harder than what I thought. Yeah, well, not only that, like, I was only focused on, like, doing the 900 over and over again when I was playing Tony Hawk as a kid. So the music was just there, like, egging me on, you know. Sure. I go back and listen to them now, and I'm like, these songs are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, all the Tony Hawk soundtracks were they were fire. They seriously were. They like all of like the best music from like currently going on in that year, but also like they from like Dead Kennedys, Johnny Cash, The Doors, all that great stuff as the soundtracks progressed. Yeah. yeah. It was some good music. Supposedly. I remember one of the later ones, like um, I think it was called American Wasteland. And that one had like a bunch of like modern artists that were like covering older songs. Like I think it was like Thrice, My Chemical Romance, The Bled, like all, all these like at the time they were really big and doing their thing and they all covered like old like dead kennedy songs and sex pistols and shit like you're talking about and uh i always thought that was really sick that they like even as the game started getting like less and less popular you know like they still kept up with like stayed true to making sure that their music was always just like top notch you know but Shout out to Tony Hawk for sure. He's, yeah. he's, he's the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but I grew up playing. Like people ask me if I played any other video games, and I was like, eh, it was mostly Tony Hawk growing up. That's that's yeah. like all I needed. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that. That and like Grand Theft Auto when my mom wasn't home. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I just started playing San Andreas last week. I decided, like, you know what? I got nothing to do today. I might as well play some Grand Theft Auto. Uh, you, you on the you on that CJ life right now? Yeah, <laughs> dude, for sure. Especially I I forgot all the cheat codes, so I'd like look them up again and like, oh, like oh, I could do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Spawn tanks in the middle of the road and shit. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, it was awesome. Uh, like playing playing those video games really exposed me to a lot of a lot of different music. That's why like I love the Dead Kennedys because of listening to Tony Hawk. So it's always cool just to, especially like using like actual licensed music compared to like just like generic music that I know quite a few games are doing now. But back then it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for you guys, we took a nice sidebar uh, talking about video games, which is awesome. I love it. <laughs> How did you guys meet and actually decide like, hey, we should make music together? Uh, I, I guess kind of like I said earlier, like uh, we were both in bands, I guess in like the, yeah, go ahead. Um, probably like 2012, 2013, that time period. Um, both in bands that had other members that were kind of just like, I don't want to do this anymore type thing. Um, and me, Brandon, and the uh, one, the original guitar player of Dear Desolate, his name's Tyler. Um, the three of us had been friends for a good long while through music, you know, for probably going over like a decade of just like 
going to shows together, playing shows together, all of that. Um, and when the two bands kind of started like falling apart, one formed, and that's yeah, that's kind of what we are now. Uh, through other member changes and stuff like that along the way, obviously. But I guess really at the end of the day, not to toot our own horn, but Brandon and, I, Brandon and myself really are the uh, original and founding members of, of this band. Yeah. Um, everybody else is someone that recruited later, and they're just as important, you know. <laughs> I don't mean anything like that, but, uh, yeah, we've been uh, – We've been do we've been doing this shit the longest for sure. Yeah, <laughs> together that is, you know. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's kind of uh, I want to segue to the brand new single that was just released at the end of January, uh, entitled "Silhouettes." I featured it on my show before. I love it. It, it is oh, uh, it, it, it's really awesome. I don't really exactly know how to describe it. You really just have to listen to it. But how was it uh, writing and recording "Silhouettes"? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll just go ahead and get this out of the way now. Silhouettes is a geezer yeah, it's in, a bit in, old. in our catalog. Yeah. Uh, that song has been around for a good, a good while to the point where the original recording of it actually features our old vocalist uh, as like the, you know, the main singer. Mm. It was redone with Jimmy. Um, and personally, I think we sat on it because we weren't sure if it was still a Dear Desolate song yeah. or not. You know, we, we kind of, back in the day, we were a lot heavier. We, we had a different goal in mind. Um, and Silhouettes was kind of like a mixture of that and where we're going. Yeah. You know, and I think at the end of the day, that's why we decided to just put it out and still let it be a part of us because it's like it's a good repre representation of where we've been and where, where we're headed. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. definitely probably some of the heavier you're going to get out of us for a little while. Not that, you know, we like hype songs, but that one definitely throws back to a style that we were trying to achieve a couple of years ago. You yeah. Know? But as far as writing it, I mean, it kind of like all of our other songs, it just started with a riff. You know, yeah. uh, Brandon, I believe, was original thought of this guy right here. Um, kind of the the main theme riff of the song, the real, you know, da -da 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 -da, you know, that whole thing. That was a original Brandon. And then the more that other members started poking around and messing with it, finally got taken to our producer. And now it, it, it is what it is now, you know, so. But I'm glad you like it. I do too. It's just an old ass song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's kind of fun. I've talked to other people who've uh, like they, it was a new single, but it was written like you know years ago, and it was different. And uh, so, kind of like what's like for you guys? Uh, what kind of eventually made it like you know we should just we should release this and uh, let it be out and part of a catalog? Well, um, you know. It checked a lot of boxes, you know. Um, it still fits in with what, what we're trying to do. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that was kind of most of it, you know. Um, we needed to release something, you know. Um, we've got a lot of material coming through the pipeline, but, uh, you know, we want to we clear the slate, basically. Um, you know, 
I think I think we were worried that, like you said, like clearing the slate is such a good good term because we have so much old music with our old singer. It's heavier. It's a different style. It doesn't again like represent what we're trying to do now. But silhouettes somehow kind of like fell in the crevice and just stayed there. You know, like yeah. it, it was one of those songs where like you know you come back and listen to it like a couple months later and be like, man, this song it does still kick ass. It's yeah. just not what we want to be doing, you know? And I think that ultimately it came down to, we, we want to put out a song. We want to keep releasing music as frequently as we can. And this one is, uh, it's just begging to get out there, you know, after all the time spent, like sitting on it, waiting, being afraid, being confident, whatever, like the back and forth, um, I think it just came down to like, yo, like, let's just get it the fuck out there and yeah, you know, see what happens. Yeah, see you know? what happens. You know, uh, throw it to the wall. If it sticks, it sticks. If it falls down, then you know we got more. It's no problem. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I honestly wasn't expecting it to be as heavy as it was. That's why I was like, really, uh, I was like listening to it. I was like, man, I'm really digging this. It's not what I was expecting. Yeah, it yeah. takes a real hard turn, like midway or so. Um, maybe like three quarters or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a, kind of a throwback to older material as well. But, um, I think at the same time it shows, you know, like we could still go hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, (laughs) we, we might choose not to in some of the other material we've released just because we're exploring ourselves as musicians, which if you don't encourage that, then you're not a real artist in my opinion. Um, but, uh, at the same time, like, you know, we started as a heavy band and we should always be able to like wink back to that, that area if we want to, you know, yeah. Not saying we got to start putting out songs that sound like spite or, you know, alpha wolf or anything like that. But, we could definitely uh, always kind of, like I said before, remember where we came from and focus on where we're going. You know, that's kind of what Silhouettes is to me as a whole. Like, this is where you've been, this is where you're going, and this is a song that kind of shows it all off, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, you guys can go hard when you you want to, and, you know, if the song calls for it, I think that's definitely what Silhouettes is. And it just... I just love it. It's weird. It's, it's yeah, that uh, just that intensity catching us, and just a, a sick guitar riff all in one song. I appreciate that, yeah. man. We all do. I think uh, I'll tell you this: if you were to listen to it pre-Jimmy, you you might feel a little differently. Uh, the song definitely went through some changes to become what it is now and kind of suit our new leader, you know, frontman, so to speak. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy it's out. It seems like people like it, and uh, Jimmy's gonna have to get a big boy chest to to do it live. So <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to hear it live too, because I know it's gonna it's gonna be sick. Nah, appreciate that, man. It'll be sick to to play live one day again for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, hopefully everything works out. You guys can uh, because I think it would be a really good show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, it's it's been a minute, you know. COVID fucked a lot of things up for every musician, including ourselves, you know, and uh, we, you know, especially losing a singer, getting a new one, trying to kind of put our name back on the map in a different font. You know what I mean? It's been, uh, 
it's been a slow rise for sure but i think all of us are kind of getting to the point now where we're like fuck it it's time to like go do what we like to do you know yeah i think we're all kind of getting that itch that can only be scratched by the smell of a venue and uh gear rolling around and you know just all those all the shit that you see at a show foul beer smell and all that you know <laughs> for sure for sure hope you guys get there uh get there uh soon soon and safely and all that stuff and uh yeah definitely look forward to seeing you guys live i know you guys can throw down for sure but, yeah, <laughs> with covid and everything i know it kind of put a wrench into a lot of things obviously a lot there a lot of change happened in the last two plus years now but I think stuff's starting to stuff starting to get some traction. I think uh, stuff's starting to starting to move and starting to open up. Yeah, it's looking better for sure. Um, you know, even even just the small things. You know, the fact that there's been a couple festivals that have happened in the past year or so. Uh, bands have been able to tour and stuff. And even though it's a very frustrating world out there when you're touring and trying to deal with all these restrictions and everything to make sure the shows are safe and you know everything like that it's uh it's a huge pain in the ass but it's cool that it's happening yeah. <laughs> you know yeah exactly I, I saw one band post that actually made it through a tour and they didn't have any, didn't have to cancel any shows nobody got sick and they said like after like 2020 it's it's a hard uh, goal to have, an expectation to have. Unfortunately, with everything that uh, to actually make it through a tour now. Yeah, it's uh, see after seeing it firsthand, I, I you know it, it, I uh, touring with a, another band that a couple of our other members uh, tour with a band called From Ashes to New. Uh, we being out on the road with them. And seeing the things that this band does and has to go through just to make sure we make it to the next stop, it's uh, it's insane. Honestly, it is. And uh, you know, shout out to them for for always pushing through as hard as they possibly can. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the touring world and just the music world right now is a fucking mess <laughs> you know so uh, it'll get back there it will yeah, it will and uh you know sometimes the mess is fun you know some people like myself live for the madness you know but uh it gets it, it gets exhausting too so <laughs> yeah definitely some people thri thrive in it and you know, after a while sometimes it does get exhausting for just everything you have to do all the protocols and everything you have to do because it's uh, completely different and so sudden change now you used to do stuff one way but now you have to yeah. do uh, do different protocols rules and all that stuff I mean, you just you, you end up dissecting everything you do like i thought about it today to do this interview i was like do i need to like wear a mask just like sitting next to brandon someone i see every fucking day like do i are you know like, is it going to be weird to people if I'm not masked up, even though, you know, we're both vaccinated, clearly not sick, whatever, like just little shit. Like I have to think about so much more now because of all these fucked up problems caused by COVID, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is all little things like you have to. You got to remember if you go somewhere to, to have a mask and like some people, like they, they walk, like they try to walk in without a mask and they have to walk back to their car just to get a mask to walk back. Yeah. Like all the stuff you have to remember nowadays. Yeah. Just to simply exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and to live and try to do stuff, you know, uh, try to do normal stuff nowadays. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we, we have reached uh, a new segment on this show. First time debuting this game show. It is Hall of Famer or not. I will give you guys 10 musicians and ba- or bands, and you have to tell me if they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not. Okay. So pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I've been to the Hall of Fame in Cleveland. It is awesome. Uh, so I, I, we're going to try this. Some, some bands did surprise me, so I'm going to see how you guys do. Okay. okay. All right, the first one is Whitney Houston. I'm going to go with yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a pretty strong urge to say that that's one bad mama. I'm pretty sure she's in there. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are correct? Yeah. Oh, she, so. is, okay. uh, she got in a few years ago. So Okay. Right. You, don't, you don't write bangers like that and not end up, you know, so... Exactly. I feel like everybody on this list is going to be like that, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, I had to make it at least a little bit. You know, can't make it so obvious for yesterday. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, uh, Ringo Starr as a solo musician. Ooh, you know what? I would say no. Yeah, just because like I feel like yeah, as much as like I as a musician, I probably shouldn't say this. Like Ringo, just like who gives a shit, you know? Uh, so yeah, probably not. Probably Paul not. McCartney is, but Ringo's not. I'm gonna go with no. You are correct. It is no. He is the only Beatle not in as a solo musician. Yeah, because like I just said, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, if, if Ringo Starr ever sees this, I think he might have some words for you guys. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Bring him on, pal. <laughs> oh, no. oh, uh, the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Uh, ooh. That's. I feel like I feel like this is the Leo right here. This is the Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, yeah, they should fucking be in there, but they they might not be. Um, I think yes. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna we got a split decision here. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I will. I, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight Brandon on this okay. one and see what happens. That's fair. Well, you should have agreed with Brandon. They are. Yes, they in the are. Hall of okay. Fame. Okay. Oh. Good, 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 good. <laughs> it's not a Ringo thing there. I, I, I enjoy Foo Fighters. They yeah. deserve that for Foo sure. Foo Fighters kind of like in the spirit of rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, oh, they definitely are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're inc- incredible musicians. And, like, for, uh, you know, Dave Grohl, like, you think of, like, Nirvana, and he was also in Foo Fighters. Yeah. Incredible career. Bro, shout out to Dave Grohl for that video where he falls. Yes. He's <laughs> the beer. He's like trying yeah. to pick up a beer and he falls off of his uh, yeah. falls off stage. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's, uh <laughs> smile Merta. <laughs> <laughs> and he finished the show too. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I think that was like that was early on in the set. I think it was like two or three songs in. It was not and I think it was like an hour and a half set or something crazy like that. Yeah. yeah. That was the other time he broke his leg, too, or his arm or something. He hurt himself and still came back and finished the show once he got out of the hospital. So for that, I should have realized that they would be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Green Day. Green Day. Man, this hurts, because if they're not, like, I know him. Brandon and I both love some Green Day, different eras of Green Day, but... Uh, I hope so. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. You you are right. They are in. Yeah. Brandon's oh, not wrong as Foo Fighters so far. Man, the brain is the game. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. 
All right, Sting. Sting. Ooh. Ooh. This is a hard one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I have no idea. That's hard to say. <laughs> Again, if he's not, personally, I think he kind of should be, but I don't know. If... I don't... Fuck, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with no, just because I'm, I'm, I'd be surprised. I want to agree with Brandon because the last time I fought him, I lost, but... Yeah, no, he's he's not. We'll, we'll both say no. Correct. Damn. Dude, I don't know. I, I was surprised. Yeah, you are on fire, dude. <laughs> I, honestly, I was surprised he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. I think yeah. he should be. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> for sure. You know? <laughs> that was a surprising. Uh, Bob Seger. <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> It's the last thing I said at my dad's living funeral. <laughs> Something about Bob Seger. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that reference. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you haven't watched the movie The Weatherman, after this, watch it. Uh, but I'm going to say yes just yeah, because he, of that. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll say he is in there, yeah. He is. Beast, man. Hey, you're killing this, dude. I'm a beast. Hey, you are a beast. Uh, how about Thin Lizzy? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Very quick answer, but you're correct. They're <laughs> yeah. not, they yeah. did get nominated last year, but they're not in. Really? Yeah. Who decides this stuff? Uh, <laughs> it's a bunch of politics and money. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Like anything else. Yeah, I'm about to say. Anything <laughs> else that like congratulates you, it's all someone else's agenda. Uh, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. It took him eight years, but he is in. Okay, 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 okay yeah. Public enemy. Oh. Oh. I God, I would hope so. I mean, fucking nobody else will bring the noise. Uh but probably not, right? Because they're. I mean, I'm going to defer to your knowledge on this subject here. I want them to be, so I'm going to say yes, but probably not. Ooh, which one are you going go with? Yes, too. Just yeah, yeah. We'll go with yes. We'll go with yes. Throw my perfect. You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. All right. Last one. Brandon's got a perfect game right now. It is Jane's addiction. Jane's addiction. <sighs> Yeah, I'm referring to you on this one, pal. That's uh, <laughs> that is up your alley. My perfect game is gonna come to an end here. Um, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no, just because I'm. I'd be surprised if they are. Yeah, I'll. I'll with everybody that's not in there. I'll agree with that. You're correct. Oh, right. They are not in. Fucking dude, good shit. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's it. That's it. Brandon, perfect game. Perfect game. Uh, for, first one to ever get a perfect game for any of the game shows I have played. Uh, it's all made up and the points don't matter, but you are the first person to get a perfect game. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like what that. is that? Uh, I'll to that. Who, that's, uh, whose line is it anyway? Right? Yes. That, that was very good. Very clever, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I try to be. That's why I'm a host of a show. You have to come up. You have to be creative. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> or, or 90s callbacks. Either one. That's same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. 
That's done. That, you almost hit me in the face. That was impressive. <laughs> I, I stand by what I said about Ringo, uh, but that that really was impressive. <laughs> that, that you got every single one. <laughs> yeah, well, if, you might get a call from Ringo at some point. <laughs> I... I think the more defensive I am about it, Brandon gets nervous, so I'm just going to say, you know, whatever happens, happens. That's fair. That's fair. I'll see you on the battlefield, Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to have... Keep in mind, he's an old man. He's exactly. Old, older exactly. gentleman now. Just go for the knees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a street battle. <laughs> Ringo. Yeah. Now we're talking about street fighting Ringo Star. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, as we're wrapping up this interview before we talk about uh, hurting Ringo anymore, uh, what are the plans for Dear Desolate for the rest of this year? I know 2020 just started. What's kind of your plans for this year? Well, I think we're, there, we're, we're trying our best to be more consistent uh, with, with, with releasing music and making sure that, you know, we're putting out as much music as we possibly can as quickly as we can, you know, everything like that. I think at this point in the game, everybody knows that it's, it takes a minute to make sure that all your ducks are in a row. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that maybe, uh, you know, certain stipulations and restrictions pending that we might be able to do a small, a small run this mm -hmm. year with, uh, some bands that we're friends with maybe from the area, uh, you know, some, some dudes that are kind of up and coming and, you know, making stuff happen. Um, I would love to do that. I would love to, you know, kind of get back to like our roots, just playing shows and having fun, you know, doing whatever we want. Um, so that would be, that would be for me personally, that would be, I think kind of the, the goal sheet is just like, put out as much music as possible, almost annoy people with it, you know, like borderline, you get on Facebook and instead of reading about NFTs, you're reading about us. <laughs> like, you know, that that's how in your face I want it to be. Um, and I, I know that uh, the rest of us are all kind of on the same page. I know Brandon can talk for himself, obviously, but he's been expanding very hard as far as uh, like content creating, like filming, editing, stuff like that. So I'm really excited to kind of be in the passenger seat with all that, you know, coming, like moving forward. Um, Silhouettes and Voyager, both shot by this guy, you know, though there was no outsourcing there. Um, so just kind of becoming this like ultimate uh, Megatron DIY machine, I think is what that that's the goals for, yeah. for me personally i think everybody else in the band would agree yeah um i think that just kind of hits it on the head i mean like all of us you know singularly have specific goals to one another but uh but i think the uh you know the group umbrella is just uh you know release banger after banger yeah. <laughs> this year until it until it really, you know, catches on. So, well, I like those goals definitely. Uh, hope everything uh, works out for you guys. Obviously, there's the possibility of touring and stuff like that. But if anyone had checked out Silhouettes, definitely do so. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, listen uh, to this man. <laughs> listen to those words he's saying right yeah. now. If you haven't listened to Silhouettes, 
you're you're gonna become Ringo to me. Like, just, <laughs> just go do it real quick. It's like a three minute song. It takes no time. Yeah, it goes, <laughs> goes by like that. You can get back in Starbucks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to be Ringo. You don't want to be yeah, Ringo. Yeah. At least in that analogy. I don't know about him now, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say that Ringo in real life wouldn't be listening to silhouettes? You know, I would call out Ringo. You Ringo should listen to silhouettes. <laughs> And maybe, like, if he posts, like, a drum cover of it or something, maybe he'll get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just spitballing here, you know? Just, you know. I, I, hey, I like that. Ringo, you should listen to the Let's My Man. Come yeah, on. Dude. Throw up a drum cover of it. <laughs> let, let, me see it. let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if, honestly, if, that ever, if he ever does do that, oh, man, dude, I would – I lose my mind. Dude, if it ever does happen, you have, like, the uh, the birth of the conspiracy of the idea yeah. here, like, in your archives. I'm so. going to be wearing a tinfoil hat from yeah. here on out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey I, I'm all right with being the, uh, the originator of all this mayhem and chaos and whatever kind of insanity we're talking about with Ringo Starr. I didn't expect to talk about him in this interview, but here we are. <laughs> I didn't either, honestly, but when his name came up, I just, I, I felt the need to be honest. <laughs> well, I, pre I, I appreciate the honesty. There, I mean, there's a reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying. Exactly. All of his yeah. friends are, you know. You said McCartney for sure is. Yeah. The other three definitely are. They are. Okay, okay. Yeah, so... I don't know. He's slacking. He's slacking. Yeah. He's just not that much of a go-getter, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe he maybe just doesn't care. And if that's the case, then that's badass. Like, if you were offered to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you're just like, nah, fuck that. I'm Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, but I doubt it. <laughs> I, I wish that would just be his letter if, like, they offered him. Like, nah, I'm Ringo. Yeah, no. Good on it. Good on it. No Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for me. <laughs> Don't want to hang out with Whitney Houston and Dave Grohl. You know, too good for it. And, yeah, and Green Day and Alice Cooper and all yeah. that. Maybe, maybe it's with Sting. Maybe it's Ringo and Sting. They're like, you know what? We're, we're good. <laughs> I am surprised that Sting's not in there. Yeah, that, that bothers me a little bit, but... Fuck, Mike, what, what can I do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I like this guy. He answers my questions with real answers. You cannot do anything. No. Nope. Hey, I, I keep it one hundred here on the radio. Yeah. All right. As we wrap up this interview, uh, anyone's curious, uh, where can they check out Dear Desolate online? Uh, everywhere. Yeah. Um, DearDesolate.com is kind of our, um, you know, that's our hub. Yeah, that's our, you our can find portal. us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, yeah, uh, even some of the weird ones that I feel like nobody fucking uses, like Deezer and Tidal and Pandora. All, yeah, all these other ones. Uh, we have uh, we have put eggs in all the nests. Yeah, you know. Are you on Napster? Uh, uh, no, because that guy's kind of a prick too, <laughs> but. I didn't know they were still around. I think I think we are on the fucking what is it called? It's like Rhapsody or something, which was like a spin. I I can't remember, but we are we are everywhere. If you yep. you you really don't have to look hard at all. Yeah. And deardesolate dot com is the best place because it will take you wherever you want to go. If you want to buy a shirt, if you want to 
just read our stupid bio if you want to learn how to play our songs if you want to listen to our songs it's all on one website that is very easy to remember so i'm going to drop some links in the description as well so make sure to check that out after after this video concludes make sure to check out the links and uh you know hit up ringo star you know because that's the thing to do nowadays yeah. yes <laughs> yes pressure this man <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> thank you guys so much for hanging out with me here on super cool radio I had a fun time chatting with you talking about all things dear desolate silhouettes and ringo star hmm. uh make sure to check them out as i said links in the description for dear desolate i am matthew thomas the host of super cool radio thank you so much for watching and listening stay frosty See y'all. Peace.